We are Chris and Katie, two Jesus girls lovingly referred to as two JGs, who want to share our hearts, our triumphs, and even our misses as we awaken to the gifts of the best. The B is for the Blessed Mother, E, Eucharist and other sacraments, S, Scripture and Saints, and T, Traditions of the Catholic Faith. You'll see how we wrap each episode around this simple and joyful approach to not only knowing our faith, but actually living it in our everyday lives. Let's get started. Today, we are really excited to talk about reclaiming the Sabbath. And with doing that, we will be pulling from both the S and the T of the BEST, because throughout scripture, the Sabbath is mentioned many times. I was actually trying to find some scripture about the Sabbath, and it's amazing how often God is speaking to us about the Sabbath. So it must be very important. Well, I think it's not misunderstood, but I think when I hear the Sabbath, sometimes I don't know what it's asking me, like what the Sabbath is really inviting me to. And I love that word, Katie, invitation, because really it being the third commandment that God has given us to keep holy the Sabbath, that God has given us these commandments in order to really free us to live a life of joy and peace in this world, even amongst the difficulties that we will have. But this is really the roadmap to living a life in union, communion with God. Mm-hmm. And it's such a simple commandment, honestly, to follow. But it, I love the word reclaim because it's available there to us. It's just a matter of, are we going to choose to enter into it? Are we going to say yes to God in following Him in this way? And really, it's a pivot in our thinking, I think, in that, yes, it's a commandment, but that commandment is really for us, not something that's being done to us, Mm -hmm. that it's really an invitation for us to experience the joy of embracing the Sabbath. Absolutely. And God wants our precious time, not our spare time. And He has created us in His image and likeness. And God created the world in those six days that work. And on the seventh day, he rested. And I do love it. If it's good enough for God, it right. should be good enough for us as well. <laughs> well, and anytime we hear the word rest, <laughs> yes, it's, it feels good. <laughs> it does feel good. And we do need a break from all that we're creating in our week. Mm-hmm. You know, God created the world. We're not necessarily creating, but we're co-creators with him mm-hmm. in our work and in our school and in taking care of our families. In so many ways, we are creating all week. And to take that day to remember who God is, who we are to Him, encounter Him, embrace Him. Again, it's that reclaim. Mm -hmm. Reclaim the freedom that He has, has provided for us in His death and resurrection. Reclaim and remember what He's done for us. Look at what He's done for us throughout that week. Mm -hmm. It's really a time for reflection and celebration. I mean, that's the way I look at it. And if we're so busy doing all those other things, we're not going to do that. Right. And it's really reclaiming the rhythm too. Mm -hmm. You know, that we're created to live in rhythm. We're created to live in order. And if we're constantly on an output and we don't embrace an input, Mm -hmm. then we we wear out. We, we, We burn out. Well, and that's the thing too, that we get distracted by all the things of the world versus what's truly the most important. Mm -hmm. And that is honoring God and celebrating the gift of life that he's given us and all the things that we're encountering throughout that week, whatever 
crosses that he sends our way, that those are always for our good. But if we don't take a moment to stop and reflect on some of these truths, Mm -hmm. then we it's almost like we just skateboard through and we're missing the incredible goodness that God has waiting for us, even in our difficulties. And those moments of rest are what I think fuels our heavenly perspective, those spiritual eyes to see the blessings, even in the crosses, that they're truly blessings. Absolutely. And the catechism, because you know I love my catechism. <laughs> I had to tape some of the pages back in today. <laughs> like that actually made me happy. I, like, bet. I must be in it. But it says, the Sabbath is for the Lord, holy and set apart for the praise of God, his work of creation and his saving actions. He has done the work for us. And to rest in his goodness and honor him and remember I mean, truly, even just saying that brings me peace. Mm -hmm. And so, Katie, let's talk about a few ways that we can practice reclaiming the Sabbath. Because, you know, we we may be thinking when, you know, you're thinking about that, well, my Sundays are filled with X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. It takes a minute to strip away some of the habits that we've gotten into. Katie is a little younger than I am, so she may not (laughs) quite remember when everything was closed on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Maybe you found a gas station and you were really actually kind of (laughs) worried. Like, I hope there is one open. (laughs) Hope there is. Well, like I reminded you this morning, I always crave Chick-fil-A on Sundays. (laughs) (laughs) And then I realized I can't have it on Sundays. But don't you love that, though? Mm -hmm. When that happens, you're like, oh, right. So we do need those checkpoints. But to start doing little practices to reclaim our Sabbath. So we have a couple suggestions. We do. Uh, And there's so many. I mean, you know, we're we're just scratching the surface. Um, One of my favorite, we're going to talk about three. One of my favorite is the prep on Saturday. Do your shopping. Do, you know, plan. What I'm hearing, too, is be intentional about our Sundays. That, you know, plan when you will attend mass and then what you want to do with your family, but prep for that day ahead of time. So you're not running around and doing your grocery shopping if you you know are making a meal for your family. And the prep on Saturday, I think is the intentionality of, I don't want to do this on Sunday. Like I want to rest tomorrow. I want, so I'm going to do this today to prepare for that day. Right. Sunday wasn't meant to be a Saturday 2.0. Right. You know, I mean, it truly is a day that when we can look forward to it, mm-hmm. right? Because if you have, you know, things allotted every single day and that there isn't a day for rest, one just falls into another. Mm-hmm. But when we look towards Sunday as a day to glorify God and go to mass and do these different things. So that prep on Saturday, I think is a beautiful suggestion, Katie. And I think to God will bless our efforts to honor him on the Sabbath day, that when we consecrate each day and we say, God, what do you want me to accomplish today? He will give us the time that we need to accomplish everything that is in his will. Our second suggestion would be to make a delicious meal. And Katie, I would say, make your bread. (laughs) (laughs) Katie is in a season of bread making. Bread making. Yes, I am. I was, I was late to the sourdough game, but I was sharing with Chris earlier that there's something about the preparation of these simple ingredients and to make a sourdough loaf does take a good part of 24 hours maybe not hands-on 24-hour time, but it is this beautiful 
just time of simplicity, really. You know, I'm not leaving the house because I have to stretch and fold. Some of you sourdough people out there will know what that is. Uh, I've seen um, it. Yeah. <laughs> one of them, one of us. Well, and it's amazing how even the dough changes during those three hours. And there's just something really simple about it. And the, I love the rhythm. But it's a loving thing that you do for your family mm. because even your son, who's not living in the home, comes by to right. get his loaf of bread. <laughs> and it is something loving that you're doing for your family. So in the preparation of a meal on Sunday, invite family and friends over invite them over. Maybe it's a tradition that you start that, hey, for Sundays, let's make sure that we all set that aside. We're going to gather and have a family meal and bring out the board games. And I know recently you guys were watching some old family movies and (laughs) just, but how fun was that Mm -hmm. for you guys to just honestly remember those days and enjoy that time and the laughter? There's so much needed in this world for us to connect with each other. Mm -hmm. And whether they're friends or family or both, I think it's a beautiful way to reclaim the Sabbath, to really make it about God, family, and friends. A third way that we, um, we both love is to get into nature and to really go out with fresh eyes and, and leave your phone inside and I'm speaking to myself mostly. Um, <laughs> Your phone actually, was I was going to say, <laughs> I was just thinking that. Yes, it was. It was found outside. Uh, um, but the joy is, and I think it's attributed, well, I think it is, to St. Francis of Assisi. If you want to get close to God, go out in nature. And I do think there's something very powerful about putting on our spiritual eyes and going out and really looking at God's creation mm-hmm. with awe and wonder. I was reading something about when you go outside for this encounter, so to speak, to pretend that you've never been outside before. And how would you look at a rose when you were very first discovering that? Or what beauty would that tree hold? Something that we go by every day, we're not even noticing. Mm-hmm. We're not, I mean, the ladybug that we find somewhere. Like mm-hmm. You're looking at that every little last thing created by God for us and that beauty that exists, the crunch of a leaf. I know that sounds sort of silly, but when you think about the intricacies of everything that God made mm-hmm. and he did it for us, all that for he has done. For us to enjoy. I love and that. And for us to recognize. And, you know, speaking of just the intentionality, um, Chris and I were reminded of we had done a class through reform and they talk about a daily Sabbath. And that was a new introduction of a way to practice the Sabbath. And I love that because so often, you know, our days, as we were saying earlier, are so much output and there's just not a lot of input. And I think awareness of recognizing things that maybe are not um, filling us or or creating joy in us or or stressing us out, Mm -hmm. but to pivot in the direction of what, how can I reclaim my peace, my joy? And I love that idea of a daily Sabbath. Well, I, I think that brings up, Katie, something important too that we speak about that we also understand that there are circumstances in people's lives where the day of Sunday um, is not, they're not capable. They're not able to be able to take that time away. Mm-hmm. And so that daily Sabbath rhythm actually really is an encouragement to, obviously Sunday would be ideal and that's amazing. 
And we would hope for all that to be able to happen. But if not, take that, take that time to always give honor and glory to God, reclaim the peace, remember what he's done for us and rejoice in it. Mm -hmm. And it could be something as simple as taking a walk with praise music, Mm -hmm. you know, just really entering into just some sort of tranquility in your day and, and breaking up your day in that way, like in, in a rhythm, it really is the rhythm of our life. I'm smiling because I, when I listen to praise music, <laughs> I actually need to sort of be alone and maybe not outside. Cause I'm a little bit like <laughs> hands in the air. I'm just singing it out. About, I don't know. Like in my car, when I have it on, I think if somebody is driving by me, <laughs> I'm not sure what they think my problem is, but it is, it, it truly brings me so much joy and brings me so much life. So we each know what fills us and how we do that. And throughout scripture, I did want to just remind us that the word of God is so important for us to be in. And we don't have to be scripture scholars to to glean from this love story, this love letter that God has given us in these scriptures. And when we know the truth, we're better able to recognize the lie. Mm-hmm. And so the more truth in his word that we are committing to our hearts. I mean, yes, memory is great, but my memory is always a little suspect. (laughs) I can paraphrase, but it's just knowing because we've been in his word and we've been listening to the things that he wants us to hear. And from Exodus 28, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall do you shall not do any work. And I think that he's telling us this. Let's listen to his word. Let's let that sink into our hearts. He understands what we need and he he knows our material needs, our spiritual needs, our emotional needs. He will give us all that we need when we follow his way and looking at his example. I mean, Jesus went off to pray. You know, we, we have a beautiful example, the imitation of Christ. Imitate that. Right. And I mean, it, it speaks to me too of just adoration time and the rosary and what a rhythm of grace the rosary actually is. And and sometimes I, I think of... Um, you know, the encouragement and the invitation to pray a daily rosary. Well, that is for a lot of reasons. And one of them is to slow us down and to enter into that and not say the rosary, but to truly pray the rosary. Love. You said that to me several years ago, Katie, and it changed the way I prayed. Say that again. It's so worth it. <laughs> it's so worth it. Well, everyone, you, you hear it a lot. Like, oh, I'm going to say my rosary. I'm going to say, well, no, let's pray our rosary. Because it truly is such a beautiful prayer and, and it invites us to really enter in to that rhythm of grace. I love that. So let's think about just let's leave everybody with a faith in action. What I love about our our friendship too, one of the things that I love is just our encouragement to not just know our faith, <laughs> love our faith and live it, but what are practical ways? Because mm-hmm. we can hear all of this and it sounds really great, but what can we intentionally do 
just a simple thing to put this in practice. I was just going to say, I want to remind us and, and anyone listening to embrace the simplicity of this. I can sometimes get a little overwhelmed and think, oh my gosh, I'm not supposed to be doing anything on Sunday. And it's not a moment of condemnation for how we're choosing to spend our Sundays. It's more of an invitation that, you know, we can enjoy Sundays the way God intended them to be mm-hmm. enjoyed. There, there's a saying out there, it must be, I've heard my kids say it before, they call it the Sunday scaries. <laughs> and and it's something about, you know, that they know the week is coming and whatever homework is due or, you know, and it's so countercultural to what we're talking about, you know, that Sunday should not be scary. Right. Sunday should be a true day of rest that you don't worry about those things. And so I, I think this is a pivot toward what Sundays should be for and and kind of a, a reclaiming mm-hmm. the Sabbath and really putting that Sunday scary out of our minds and hearts. I love it. Another quote from the Catechism is, Human life has a rhythm of work and rest. The Lord's Day helps everyone enjoy adequate rest and leisure to cultivate their familial cultural, social, and religious lives. Mm. I mean, so that's a little deep, but really what it's saying is it's created for us to have the life that mm-hmm. we're meant to have. Created for us. For us in order to just truly celebrate who we are and focus on how much God loves us because he has in- created this incredible world for us to one day then be with him for all eternity. That sounds wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why don't you go ahead and end us in the St. Michael prayer, Katie? It seems like a good place to stop. All right. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, Cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Until next time, JGs, know your faith, love your faith, and live it. Hey, this is Katie. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode of the Two Jesus Girls podcast. If you want to go deeper, visit our website at awakenyourfaith.org. And join our free AYF circle, where we bring community, programs, and content together in one place. 